The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Well, good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us tonight. My name is Ashley Willis, business owner in downtown Lansing, owning Michigan Premier Events. And it's my pleasure to serve as the president of Downtown Lansing, Inc., and being the first person of color to serve as president. I would like to acknowledge our all-star lineup of Downtown Lansing, Inc. board members who are very passionate about Downtown Lansing. Jenna Stell, who's our vice president. She is also the owner of Redhead Creative Consultancy and the Nelson Gallery. Jim Tischler, who couldn't be here with us tonight, but he is a, uh, with the state of Michigan LEO. Summer Schreiner, who is our secretary. Uh, she's the owner of Grace Boutique and Bad Annie's and Old Town. J.V. Anderton, who is our past president and with Loomis Law. Trevor Bennett, who is our board member with ACD. Christine Jarkovich, who is also a board member, and right now she's on maternity leave. And Carl Dorschimer, who is our board member, and he's part of the Lansing Economic Development Corporation. We also have our DLI board members, um, Patricia Spitzley with the City Council, Robert Doran Brockway, who is the new executive director for the Old Town Commercial Association. And to the DLI staff, we have our executive director, Kathleen Edgerly, who will be here, you, you guys will be hearing from uh, momentarily. Julie Reinhardt, who's the business development manager. Whitney Roberts, who is our marketing and communication manager, as well as the Downtown Lansing Inc. volunteers who are in the room, and all collectively, everyone here are working together for the betterment and heart of Downtown Lansing. For those of you who are not familiar with Downtown Lansing, Downtown Lansing Inc. is the management agency charged not only with the promotions and maintenance of our downtown district, but with improving the business climate by actively recruiting and retaining businesses within our district. Further, thanks to the vision and dedication of our board, DLI organization is also providing hope to all those who call downtown home, promoting the culture and sustainability of our district by stimulating downtown Lansing revitalization through purposeful and strategic action that will make downtown stronger and more sustainable for our future. This is the first state of downtown, and it's a kickoff of what we call an annual checkup on the health of the central business district. Due to the devastating pandemic and the remote working has had on the community, we have seen the effect that has hit hard on our local downtown businesses who are the heart and soul of our city. The staff and board are concerned about the economic recovery for downtown. None of us have experienced this before. And this pandemic has fundamentally changed the way of life, especially with how we live, how we work, how we dine and shop. The future is up to us. We have the ability to create an inclusive, prosperous ending that is by the power of collaboration with partners, key stakeholders, leaders, and the community. By doing that, solving challenges always begins with the important piece to the puzzle and that is data. And this is where DLI is leading these efforts. 
Despite the challenges the, the pandemic created downtown, it was great to see the strong partnership of organizations, artists, leaders, musicians, and others who have and still continue to create energies and ideas of innovation that made our downtown feel alive and was reflective of the demographics of our city. It is also worth commending and valuing the tremendous efforts of restaurants, offices, and retail who found innovative ways to stay in businesses, such as outdoor seating, curb pickup, pay-as-you-go model, ordering online, and more. Because when you work or dine in downtown, you're creating an economic driver that benefits us all. Now is the time to come together as a team to create opportunity. With your hard work, your passion for downtown, we have the chance to make downtown more vibrant, equitable, inclusive, affordable, walkable, and more. See, we can either become divided and slide into economic crisis and turmoil, or with the power of collaboration, come together and progress forward into a new level of inclusive prosperity for all. Therefore, we hope you will join our collaborative steering committee as we work together to rebuild downtown, being inclusive and resilient. So please see me after tonight's address if you wish to join. And now let me welcome Kathleen Edgerly, Downtown Lansing, Inc.'s Executive Director. Thank you. Good evening, everybody, and thank you, Ashley, for that kind introduction, and thank you to all of the board members, um, my incredible staff, and the volunteers who have continued to put so much heart into the work that we do every day for this community. Before we dive into the work that is happening, just as Ashley did, I want to reflect just a little bit on the last two years. This month, we mark exactly two years since the COVID pandemic shuttered our world. During those 24 months, communities across the state of Michigan faced numerous challenges and struggled to ensure consistent levels of service, support, and economic activity. But I think we all know here that no community suffered like Michigan's capital city in downtown Lansing. Since COVID hit, we have seen downtown Lansing's first floor uh, retail space vacancy rate increase from 18% to 38%. It's heartbreaking to say goodbye to our neighbors, many of whom have been part of our community for years. And then as we look at the second story and above, right before the year ended, a private study that some of our property owners led showed that we were nearing over a million square feet in canceled office space leases. And by the first week of 2022, we had far surpassed that. And that has a real economic impact. For instance, just taking a look at our income tax revenue, which we know doesn't just impact our downtown, it has real effects across our city, right? And affects our city's ability to provide vital sources and services throughout the entire community and across all of our neighborhoods. Take that hit in income tax and couple it, unfortunately, with the loss of traffic and sales for our downtown businesses, uh, the loss in rent due to those canceled office spaces, the loss in meetings and conventions, uh, events that were held here, assessments, and the list goes on. That number is estimated a $50 million loss in the Central Business District alone from 2021. 
We know those numbers are staggering. They hurt. And not to mention the staggering 30,000-plus state workers who have not yet returned to our downtown district. So the truth is, downtown Lansing is in a state of transition. So that led to Downtown Lansing, Inc., with the support of our partners and stakeholders, many of you who are here tonight. We had to focus on a strategic action plan and a deep involvement in and a leadership of development efforts and policy changes that will allow downtown to not only rebound from the pandemic, but to exceed our previous position by planning, reimagining, and rebuilding from the ground up. Hashtag. Uh, <laughs> that is why last fall, DLI um, also kicked off that strategic action planning process to focus on systematically changing our downtown from a district that relied on basically one employer to infuse life into our downtown from eight to five, Monday through Friday, and transform it into a healthy, vibrant district that supports a variety of people and experiences. In short, that means rebuilding for our residents and a 24-7 experience, which I see some smirks, maybe some laughs or head shaking because we've been talking about it for 60 years, give or take. We have to stop talking. It's time for action. And we have to stop you know, looking back and dwelling on what has been and seize this as the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that it truly is for success a reinvented downtown that hosts enough residents, visitors, and a workforce to sustain a thriving downtown, a retail and commercial district, really requires innovation, thinking and doing, and a strong sense of urgency. But it'll also take, and shout out to my girl Andrea here, his former uh, crew team coxswain, it'll take us all rowing in the same direction, working towards a shared goal and vision for our downtown. And some of those goals that we've outlined include diversifying our business mix and reducing our vacancy rate by 50% by the end of 2023. We recognize that's an aggressive goal, but it can be done and can be accomplished through projects like the Middle Village Market and other shared spaces that are continuing to come up and be a part of our community. It can be done through purposeful recruitment and retention and funding critical small business support programs. Don't worry, I'll get to the funding in a moment. We also need to look at infill and upfill development opportunity, opportunities, excuse me, utilizing models that maybe have never been seen in Lansing before. And some of this infill could help with our next goal of bringing 2,000 residential units to the downtown district by 2025. That number might seem a little high, but a study that was done in 2018 pre-COVID showed that our market was short 12,000 residential units. So I'd say 2,000 is pretty attainable. We'll all have to also pursue necessary policy changes at all levels of governments, allowing us to achieve these results both efficiently and effectively. And we need to work towards an equitable downtown experience, again, with a diverse business mix, diverse housing options, live work spaces, and programming and events that make everyone feel welcome here and that this is their place. This is our place. Let's enhance community spaces that encourage people to linger and make them want to lift up local as they shop, dine, and experience and really love this downtown community. And at DLI, we're also working to increase our organizational capacity so that we can oversee these programmings and these programs and these goals as well. 
how do we achieve all of these priorities, I just want to take a moment to highlight some of the really exciting um, and heartwarming successes, creativity, et cetera, that's happened over the last year. Because again, as I alluded to and cannot mention enough, so many of you made it possible. Despite all of the challenges, every hurdle put in our way, or, you know, well, lights went off, so there's one more hurdle. <laughs> all of those hurdles that went in our way, um, you know, we've seen really significant and positive things happening despite it all. We welcome five new businesses over the past few years. There's a sense of camaraderie and looking out for one another that we haven't seen in a while. People are embracing new ideas, new business models. Heck, we threw an outdoor event that spanned four blocks of Washington Square to lift up our local businesses and provide aid directly to them, and you all showed up in droves, thousands of people. And we topped it again by making you all embrace winter. We're Michiganders, eventually we're gonna have to do it, throwing an event that spanned neighborhoods with Winterfest. We had a lot of fun, despite the cold, right, Carrie? <laughs> We've also worked with council to set up social districts. And when we moved out of our office, we had to put our money where our mouth was. We weren't just gonna move to another office space. We made a commitment to serve like a small-scale developer ourselves, activate a vacant space, and build a front storefront area that would welcome the community in, make a case for retail, build a sustainable model for filling these vacancies and opened up Middle Village Micro Market with the support of our friends over at Lake Trust. And that model is so exciting. We opened it up during the holiday season to empower entrepreneurs, remove so many barriers to entry, help them focus on building their business, building their inventory, getting used to the culture and environment that Downtown Lansing offers. Again, build that loyal customer base and let them see themselves here in the downtown community. And out of the five merchants that were part of our holiday market, three of those have moved into open spaces in downtown Lansing. They totally deserve that round of applause. We have Sweet Encounters just on the other side of this wall, a Lansing built to last winner who opened up here in the beautiful Knapp Center. Not sure if you've seen this yet, but a novel concept, a little bookstore bought a building on the 200 block of South Washington Square and is opening up in a month. And then yesterday, Capital Hippie signed a lease for their new space directly across the street from us um, and next to the peanut shop. So we're excited to have them be a permanent part of our community. And we now have seven other merchants that are part of the existing Middle Village merchant space. So if you haven't had a chance to shop that retail market, please come out, lift them up, show your support, welcome them to downtown Lansing. We've also been able to raise and put right back out the door over $250,000 in grant funds and state funds that we gave right to our small businesses. And those are just a few highlights. We know it's not necessarily enough. There's still a lot of work to do. We have pulled out every stop on a shoestring budget that we know we can do and it's time to be done with shoestrings, right? We're the capital city in Michigan's downtown. We deserve more than that, and we're all working towards more than that. 
I can't, and my fellow board members and staff would share this with me, we can't emphasize enough the importance of us working towards similar goals and a shared vision for our downtown. Meeting people where they are, adjusting rental rates to support the small businesses and accommodate this current climate and the number of vacancies we have. Building diverse housing opportunities and so much more. But it'll also take an investment of time and money as we all commit to investing in downtown in a downtown that we are all proud of, in a capital city that we know can be, from our riverfront to our corridors and our Main Street Washington Square area. It's also why DLI is working side by side with the city and our local EDC to submit a $20 million revitalization and placemaking grant application to the MEDC to help prioritize development projects for the downtown district, create wonderful community spaces, and start new concepts to, again, empower our entrepreneurs and support them as we continue building a stronger and more sustainable downtown. So here we get to the funding. Speaking of fall, we, and along with so many wonderful partners like the Chamber, Tim, and the Convention Visitors Bureau, Julie Leap, the Council of Governments, small business owners, property owners who have written letters, picked up the phone, sent their emails. We've been fiercely advocating for funding support from the state to provide a soft landing and a soft launching point for our downtown and to be able to stabilize our local economy and sustain our small businesses as we go through this period of transition. And Mayor Shore is sorry he couldn't be here tonight as he unfortunately deals with COVID, but he definitely wanted to speak to this the reality is downtown lost our major employer overnight, leaving a devastating overnight reduction in 85 to 90% of our foot traffic and sales that typically made up our daytime and the sales to our small businesses. This model is not sustainable for any business or any community, and it's not sustainable to ask a community to fundraise for their recovery. So that is why we're here. We're, we're not going to rely on necessarily um, going back to normal and dwelling again on what was. We're going to have to chart a course forward and rely on some offices never fully coming back. That's why we've asked for $5 million in funding support to directly go to the downtown district to support the vital programming and small business support that I mentioned earlier as part of our strategic action plan. But we not only submitted a funding request, we laid out the plan for how it would be used. From rent and mortgage support grants that we could get in the hands of our existing and new businesses tomorrow, to setting up a downtown revolving loan fund, providing $25,000 small business support grants so they can make necessary upgrades, design for more flexible uses, make COVID enhancements to continue to keep their business sustainable. All of those things are critical. And we also, again, need to look at these community spaces and outdoor spaces that benefit our residents and our businesses. And we have to be able to fund the management of these programs. This is a nonpartisan issue. The evidence in, um, of COVID and remote working is evident all around us every day as we come to this downtown district. Yet the $5 million funding request still has not been approved. It is still not in the hands of our businesses. So I ask you this. If you all, if you have any contacts with state elected officials, pick up the phone, set up a coffee or lunch meeting with them. Talk to SBM Small Business Association of Michigan, the Michigan Chamber. I know our chamber is doing a lot already as well. 
and implore them to act quickly with urgency because what we're hearing now is we might not even be considered for funding till July, potentially October, or even as late as January. Losing one to three businesses a month is not acceptable at that rate. So while we continue to wait for approval though, I do want to show that you know, we're not sitting idle. We know none of you are sitting idle. We mentioned the new businesses opening, the investments happening in this community. Creativity has been a critical part of keeping hope and our businesses afloat. So our next steps. We've advocated for and have been awarded funds from the Michigan Economic Development Corporation to lead a comprehensive market analysis and priority planning process for the downtown central business district. So this process will do three important things. First, it will look at where we are and provide critical uh, insight into what our residential and commercial development looks like and can thrive here. Second, it'll help us develop a data-driven, actionable plan for how we can turn ideas into reality. And third, it will outline and put together development plans to transform at least two high-priority development sites in the downtown. We are pleased to announce tonight that we awarded that CMA contract to Land Use USA in cooperation with CIB um, Planning and Smith Group, and they will work to ensure that we have a realistic picture of what will succeed in downtown Lansing, and they will help us move from vision to reality. And we're also happy to share that this process will be transparent and inclusive. All of the data that we get the plans that they put in place um, and those outlines will be publicly available to all of our partners, each developer, merchant, entrepreneur, and community builder as they plan their own investments in downtown and even in some of our downtown adjacent communities too. This action plan, we want to have input from all of you. And as Ashley said, we invite you, if you're interested in being part of that steering committee, to come up and talk to us after tonight's address. And in the end, this effort will help us understand who is likely to thrive as a resident downtown, what residential models those residents want to live in, and what type of retail and commercial mix will succeed in our downtown moving forward. And importantly too, this work will also outline, as I said, at least two priority sites, which might be outdated buildings or ill-suited surface parking lots that can be reinvented. And at the end of the process, you'll see groundbreakings, cranes in the air, ribbon cuttings, and new neighbors. But we aren't, nor should we be doing this in a vacuum. Tonight's State of Downtown, the work that we're doing with the Comprehensive Market Analysis is inclusive of all of you. It's just the beginning. We want to hear that input from our property owners, our Lansing leaders, uh, our corporations, our arts organizations, the Convention Visitors Bureau, philanthropists, et cetera, the list goes on. So many of you are here tonight or watching online, and we thank you for that. So I'll return to this as we close. Success, a reinvented downtown will take innovative thinking and doing with a sense of utter urgency and meticulous, relentless follow-through. It will take the most creative what-if thinking we have to give, and it'll take that consistent progress towards one overarching goal, making Michigan's downtown the best it can be and showing that we are all down with downtown. <laughs> Thank you.
And now we'll open it up to type of open mic. Julie's got the mic to just share your ideas, uh, questions, answers. We'll do that for about 10 minutes. And then if we reach the end of our 10 minute mark and you still want to talk, any of us on the board or staff will make ourselves available for further conversation or we can set up meetings for further dialogue as well. Thank you all. You can just wave Julie down if you have yeah, a question. Don't be shy. There we go. There's Samantha. I'm, I'm not shy. So um, <laughs> thank you, Kathleen, the board, and the team. You mentioned contacting state officials and the steering committee. You've got so much tremendous momentum happening right now. What else can we do to help you keep it going? I mean, one of the first things is definitely reaching out to those elected officials, 100%, and having those face-to-face -face interactions or at least the phone call conversation to keep that momentum uh, forward-facing for them and top of their mind so that this, these bills and this funding can get passed and the money gets out into our local communities for sure. And then, you know, something that I think we might all agree on, I hope, I'm going out on a limb here, as a lifelong Lansing resident, I'll just say it. And Lansing, we love to put ourselves down. We have to change that narrative and stop talking like we don't deserve the next thing or that we aren't good enough, our spaces aren't great enough, we don't have enough of this or this business mix. What do we have and how do we build on that and how do we talk about why more people should want to be a part of and invest in this community? Hi, Hi. Um, wonderful comments and very informed speech. Um, I. I'm Andrea, not just because I got a shout out, that was lovely, but <laughs> I also, I, you know, I started my career in downtown Lansing and I never fell out of love, but I live in East Lansing and I work in Holt. Mm -hmm. Now my business partners also started their careers in downtown Lansing and they loved it. And then they, you know, found the right office space to start their own business and their spinoff company in Holt. For those of us that know other people that love downtown that may not be downtown now, are you thinking, or can we think of, or can I add that into how do we connect with the rest of the community that might love downtown that might have just sort of strayed outward throughout the course of their adult life, career, you know, the natural order of things. But I'm thinking about how do we tap into that love that might be all around the community and bring some of those people back downtown if that's an opportunity. I mean, I'll let anybody answer that. Yeah, I'm open to any thoughts on right. that too. I, I talk all about it at my office, but <laughs> who are the other Castle Financials that started and wanted to be downtown then, mm -hmm. you know? And how do we bring more of those businesses back now is something I just want to ping up to the committee, the group, the board, whoever might want to think about it with me. So I'll answer that just a, a tiny bit, and hopefully more people jump in as well. I mean, just having those personal conversations and inviting them back, go out to dinner, go shopping, attend one of the events, let them see what's happening here, and that they could have a future and a home here too. I mean, let's talk about our spaces that we have. So open up some more of these vacant spaces and get them inside of them to see them. Does anyone else want to add to it? Jen, here, hold on. I'll turn it off while I do this. I've been thinking about this actually, and we are in a different place than we used to be. 10 years ago, there was no space for someone to grow downtown. The state had all of the square footage, and it was locked up, and it was very profitable, and to the credit of the developers who own the space, of course it was profitable, that's how it should be. So no one thought there was room, and there, there wasn't room, and now there is room. There's 100 million square feet no, I got that number wrong. A whole bunch. There's a whole bunch of square feet. I mean, not 100 million. <laughs> a lot. That, that, that the state is no longer going to come back to. We just know it. And I think stopping, staying, 
stopping the myth of maybe they'll come back or we can't wait till they come back. They will, and they will be a part of the new community, but they're not going to be all of it. So I think the message is downtown is reinventing, which is super exciting. Having lived through when Old Town was a baby with my business, knowing what it's like to live in a neighborhood that is up and coming, I promise you that's where we are right now. And there is piles of space and all kinds of property owners who are getting really creative and are really excited to see something new. So I know there are people in this audience who believe that we could be the next tech hub, Jesse. Um, <laughs> yeah, we could, because we have space now, and we didn't have that before, and that's the difference. So that's the message you take to these folks. And then give them my email address. <laughs> and I'll help you. You help. know, Julie helps um, with all of the recruitment and showing of different spaces and bringing businesses in. So thanks for leading that. Thank you. Hi, I was wondering what stands you guys are taking to the Michigan government to ensure that funding for East Lansing, for the downtown Lansing, is passed or approved. What actions we've taken to ensure? Oh, goodness. Yes. I mean, everything from sitting outside their office every day. <laughs> Uh, it's been weekly communications and sit-down meetings, asking our um, business owners to send their own communications and reach out, invitations like we held here. I know a lot of our private property owners and developers are meeting one-on-one, -on -one and we're all working on both sides of the aisle to get this moving forward, putting a lot of pressure. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. Oh, we do? Okay. Missed it. Sorry. Hi there. It's not a question. It's a thank you. Um, I probably phrased it better a couple of days ago when we, when we were talking about it. Downtown Lansing, trending back five, seven, eight years ago, maybe ten, is on this sort of trajectory. It's up. The last two years of the pandemic can make everyone easily forget that. Um, and you can forget it completely. But, and I don't have the exact census figure, but census for 2020, which got totally erased out, I think is in the 530,000 person range. Uh, 10 years ago, uh, 2010, it was uh, 460,000. But for the pandemic, we would be talking about the massive growth in Lansing, and we'd all be celebrating it. So one way to look at it is, is and I think it should be looked at this, this way, these, these things, that the, the funding that, that you're advocating is triage mm -hmm. on, a, on a city that had an interruption but was on a tremendous road upward. And the people who are, who are at the front of that are Downtown Lansing, Inc. It, as an example, just from, it's hard to get certain personalities out of their, out of their track. Uh, the actions of particularly Julie and Kathleen caused a, a local building owner, us and Naps, to completely step out of their historical character. They said, look, this is what we're gonna do. Well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to bring in this type of business. We're going to bring in this type of business. We were so inspired by their efforts and their actions that we stepped out of character on our rents. We changed our personality to, 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 and feel so lucky to, to bring these groups here. 
and it's 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 those personalities. It's Nikki over there. It's it's um, it's the people at the art gallery. It's in order to get that triage that I'm talking about to get us back feeling like we should be celebrating the resurgence of this city. It's going to take those personalities. And I was very much inspired by downtown Lansing Inc.'s effort. I know where we're headed. And, and that excitement got charged up in me by talking to these guys. So it's an observation, it's not a question. Thank you. One more. Hello, everybody. My name is Deirdre, and I am in the Middle Village this year. Yeah. Um, Julie, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Julie um, sought me out. I met her at the 601 Festival that we had down here, mm -hmm. okay? And I think that's what Lansing does need. Um, as a lifelong resident of Lansing, I ran these streets with my, with my um, family. We visited the shops. We would go to the riverfront and go to the, the carnivals. Um, I have fond memories with my father eating corn dogs there. So everything um, outside in uh, Lansing would do well. So any um, festival out here, that's how she found me. That's how she found my Seamoss smoothie. <laughs> okay, so um, I just wanna say that the hearts of the vendors that are being invited into the spaces down here are Ford Lansing. We wanna see the resurgence here. We wanna see the spaces filled. We wanna see the live music here. I remember going to concerts at the Civic Center. So I remember when Lansing was bustling. So um, we just wanna say, you know, love Lansing. Make sure that you spend your money down here to support us and you come visit us uh, at the Middle Village. Thank you so much. Um, I'm familiar with some of you. Uh, I'm the owner of the Social Slot Cafe. My name is Burchai. Um, thank you. Um, so I ask always why people should visit downtown from the other cities. If it's the capital, there should be some reasons to visit, like more art, more museums, more family-oriented events for example. So I think we should uh, project that kind of thing so at the weekends people can come more, uh, more visit. Okay, we are not expecting said workers. <laughs> we learned that. But how more people can come so we should do more attractive things. I think we need more museums and more arts here in downtown. Maybe make Michigan's famous art place you know i know that there is lots of going about the lansing art gallery mm -hmm. so maybe make we can make some projects some different things you know about museums and the other thing is for example uh, we are going grand rapids for some passport issues but if it's the capital here and if you want people more here why we are going there mm -hmm why people shouldn't come lansing for that kind of issues so that's my question and I hope we can find the answers <laughs> yeah agreed thank you Burjai. 
And we continue to take all of your ideas and comments, you know, very much to heart at all of the committee levels, as we talk at board meetings and encourage even more organizations to hold their events and activities down here. Thanks for hanging in there with us. We love your eclairs and baklava. So if you don't know, the baklava's right on the table. Best baklava ever. Okay. I think that's it for now. And we'll let Ashley do a little, you know, final comments and go from there. Thank you. Well, thank you, everyone, and hopefully this was motivating to you. And I also, or our board, want to thank all of you for coming here. You guys here are showing the passion for downtown. This here is a family. This is like a family reunion. Um, but take all of what we talked about today, think about it. Join our steering committee. This is all about collaboration. Collaboration is power. So when I say collaboration, you say power. Collaboration. Power. Collaboration. So thank you, enjoy the wonderful food, and ask any of our board members for questions, and stay tuned for our next one, thank you. Yeah, so what I can say is the pandemic really showed the shift of how downtowns basically are all about, um, is a working environment. And so we have to uh, change that shift. It can't just be about the working environment. We have to change up different activities, making sure that we're bringing all types of life to downtown, different types of communities, different types of housing structures, different types of businesses that have to be down here. Another aspect is about collaboration. We need to make sure our community leaders are um, joining forces together to create these innovative ideas for downtown Lansing and talking about um, the economic um, recovery as well too. You know, downtown Lansing, downtowns as a whole, is all about everyone coming together, all walks of life. And that's what downtowns are about. Um, it's, it's everyone being able to be themselves. It's an inclusive and an equitable environment.